Is this a train wreck or is it very funny? Both. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Is it more funny than train wreck? Yes. Okay. How okay, about now? I, I, I yeah, now I'm now, now yes. you are. Now you decided okay. it is a good time. Nar? Now Sar? Uh one. Two. Uh three. Uh four. Five, don't steal my bet. <laughs> uh six, fuck you. Seven, I'm just Josh and it was a riff. <laughs> Eight, um, what if that was my new thing, just like repeating what you said? What if we just took it back to like second grade? What if we took it back to <laughs> You really just teed that up for me. Mm. Was... <laughs> Sorry. Um did I tell you that my therapist is pregnant again? When was she last pregnant? When I first started seeing her, she was pregnant. Is it your child? Um, Are you the father? It's a Zoom-maculate conception. Zoom-maculate? It's a Zoom-maculate conception. Cause Are you going to name it Zabumafu? It's <laughs> going to name him Zambini. Watch him. <laughs> <laughs> Watch how he slats. Do you have feelings about your therapist's pregnancy? Well, it's just so when I first started seeing her, she was pregnant and she was just like, Yeah, so I'm gonna be taking like two and a half or like three months off um mm-hmm. of maternity leave. Oh, she gets that, that's cool. Which is like so not a lot, but that's like so good relative to everywhere, it seems. Yeah. It's crazy. That seems like a lot to me. No, yeah, that's definitely that i mean that should be the minimum but like that's like definitely i have a question good what's up if i lived and worked somewhere that cared about women and i just insisted on like having a baby repeatedly like being pregnant as much as i possibly could would i just never have to work and i could just get maternity leave indefinitely or is there like a cap on that because it seems against the rules some to be like yeah, but only one baby every three years, you know? That seems not that's very, very that's, that's very China. That's very not <laughs> letting women choose for themselves. And I thought this was about women. That's very freedoms. not Western values. Um, and that's what we're all about here. We're keeping it Western. Well, so then I had to see a different therapist at the same office for like three months. Ugh. Was it me in a wig? And it was... No, it was not. And it was not... <laughs> not the same it it okay well first off being like okay we have three months to like for this like three months is not really all that much time in the grand scheme of therapy in terms of like getting to know them and etc etc when did Um, you and your main therapist first say i love you near the end or the end when i was leaving for college i literally stood up and i was like I was like, I love you. No, I no. It was the end, and I stood up and I asked if she loved you. I was like, I was like, can I hug you? Is that legal? Oh wait, so the one having a baby right now? Yeah, it's a different woman than my therapist in Eugene. 
Yeah, I didn't put those pieces together. Oh yeah, no. This one this one is in Santa Monica. Yeah, so communication thing here. I said, is it her first baby? And then you started talking about previous therapists that have had babies in your world. I actually not fu- in no, her I fu- world. You fathered both those fucking children, didn't you? I fully believe Freak. you because there's a solid the bridge and the topics of conversations is a blackout point for me. I have no memory of that. Did it happen? Nick doesn't know what's happening unless he's the one speaking. When he has the talking stick, he knows what's going on as soon as it's passed. He's like, la la! <laughs> I, I power down. <laughs> so- <laughs> That's my job of the hut impression. Misa Nana Waka. You mean Jar Jar Banks, you fuck? No, Java kind of also talks like that. It's like, me said the. <laughs> Why didn't they cast you in that role? Maybe because it was like 1974. Because I, I was negative 37. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> it's funny to think of birth as just a whole bunch of tiny little bombs going off everywhere. You know, it's like the birth has been like. <laughs> oh okay, if you guys can't tell, we are once no, again. No, no, no. Oh God! Fully sober. Uh, I, I this ambient and wine and Zoloft. <laughs> Today and yesterday, I did the same um, drinking and drugs backwards. So yesterday, I started with Delta Eight, and then when I Hell sobered yeah. up, I got drunk. And today, I got drunk, yeah. sobered up, and now I'm on Delta Eight. Hell yeah! The pendulum swings both ways, bitch. Yeah, it fucking does. Thanks for speaking your truth, girl. Any day of the week. 24 fucking 7. Guys. Did you guys think that we'd be here again? <laughs> Kylo Hero 2021. Ah, who thought ah! the beginning of the year is so different from the end of the year? Even though the weather, even though the weather is like the exact same and like nothing yeah. actually changes. It's like, it's a whole new ball game in terms of like. Your perspective on reality. No big time. I had a very transformative year and I'm prepared to mm. buckle up and do it again, I guess. Because I don't have oh, yeah. any other options other than death, I guess. Change our title to butterflies because we're emerging from these... Cocoons. Cocoons. What's the fancy word for it? Chrysalis. Out of my chrysalis. Chrysalis. <laughs> fancy word for cocoon casey i just remember i remember last year around this time when we decided Mm. that doing a one big high low hero episode would be a fun tradition absolutely i just remember even like it'll be so cute like in the coming years when it's like high low hero 22 23 and i was like are we gonna make it to then are we gonna make it another calendar year and then for a minute there i thought we weren't so just goes to show anything can happen it's been a weird year though no, yeah, it's like I like that for us between like August. I like us and, too. Shut up. 
Between August and, um, oh, you know what? Honestly, February, we get to spend, like, once a week being, like, a whole year has gone by since we started recording, since we recorded a Hilo Hero, since since we went and got drinks that one time in 2019, since, since we stopped speaking. We're the most self-centered, narcissistic little fucks. Yeah, we started a podcast with zero following, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, there was a way to calculate this. That <laughs> Don't look at me. Out of all the people who know me, more of them dislike me <laughs> than like me. And I feel like this podcast was just proving their point. <laughs> so true. Period. Anyway, we have some things to update you guys on, some policy and procedure to go over. (laughs) Hey, guys, so we do have those terms and conditions. Uh, Big time, and we need them. I forgot forgot what comes after that ampersand. Yeah, I was going to say contracts. New terms and conditions, some new liability waivers. (laughs) Yeah, we will need parent or guardian signature, and they'll need to be on our desk by Monday morning. Nick just got back to L.A. from the Eugene. We spent so much quality time together. And I was scared we weren't going to get to see each other at all. And then we ended up. We saw each other thrice. Mm Mm-hmm. A lovely amount. Truly. I had the pleasure of hanging out with Nick and his mom and his sister. I felt like I was like your high school girlfriend. Like, the way we were all sitting in the living room. And I'm like, (laughs) like, entertaining small talk talking about covid and masks and vaccines and i'm like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. And i was like what is this i just got the one second finger from nick i don't know what that okay i'll, I'll, I'll take a pause okay what's that oh, what's the taylor swift song that's like i don't know it's like something something with my mother talks business with my father it's the way you love me like, oh! what's the what's the <laughs> Stop. Silence. (laughs) No, but literally. That was so fun, though. I just... Recording being high with you. Mm -hmm. It all felt very... I mean, I we had this gay-ass conversation when we were together. <laughs> but, no, it just, like, felt so different from how things were last year. And I was just, like, bursting with pride for us for, like, how we've improved our relationship. No, literally. I was like, this is so gay. Like, it was... <laughs> me, like, this is so gay. Are we going to kiss? Me, no, like, literally. Like, in a platonic way. Like, that. that's actually, like... That feels like something that could actually happen, guys. I need you to understand, like that, like that's not really a joke. It's Nick like and I might it's like the a child weird, fully platonically, the weird, like and like literally, we would just make eye contact the entire conception, and just like a warm <laughs> smile with pride and being like, "Look at us improving our relationship." Like we're doing this, and it's not weird. It's not weird. No, we'd just be saying, "Sar." Sar, <laughs> sar. I'd be like, sar, 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 Clapping your seal flaps together. <laughs> I'm like, call me Wild Thornberry. 
<laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I thought I wasn't going to see Nick. Like, again, I thought you were just going to go back to L.A. because mm-hmm. Christmas and day after Christmas. And then you dropped the fucking bomb on me that you were going up to Portland on Sunday. And yeah. I was like, which I'm is, never going to see my husband again. No, which is like, okay, so here's the, the sitchy sitch. I had Thursday through Monday off of work. So I flew up Wednesday afternoon and then uh, departed Eugene Monday evening. So we had five days total. Two of those days are Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which are just, you know, those aren't typically days that you hang out with friends, or at least in my world. And besides us last year... (laughs) When you had to live with me? No, when like we literally got into like a fight in the Holiday Inn Express Tesla supercharger on Christmas night. It's a, I recall. A, a Christmas miracle. Like literally. It's a Charles Dickens story. Well, maybe now's a good time to tell my Christmas Eve story. Yeah. So Christmas Eve, I'm riding on the high of our podcast being so beautiful the night before. Our newly conceived child thriving in Nick's womb and so I worked and to be fair I do this really annoying thing whenever I have to work on a holiday where I'm really bitchy to everyone that comes in and Mm -hmm. I won't be apologizing for it I think it's fun that I had to work on Christmas Eve yeah most places shouldn't be open on Christmas Eve in Europe they do Christmas Eve through like January 6th they just shut everything down but the thing is we couldn't do that in America because like Literally half of the people would die. Without access to Buffalo Exchange. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But you know what they would have access to? Our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Girls for exclusive <laughs> bonus content. Wow. Good job. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So I'm hanging at Ryan's parents' house. I've like been waiting for this all day. We're all doing a puzzle and like eating candy and that was the other part of this. Mm. All day, all I'd eaten was a cinnamon roll, a cookie and Mm. no candy. Mm. And so I had like just eaten pure sugar all day long and I was like. Those cinnamon rolls. So good. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Unbelievable. So I'm like so ready for food and essentially about as soon as Ryan's mom was like, oh, like let's get the charcuterie stuff together. I check my phone and I have a text from my dad that I'm just going to read our text conversation aloud. He says, in the event that I do have to cut all this for legal reasons. Patreon.com slash brain girls. My dad texts me. We were in a bad accident. We're okay. But and then gives the look. He said we're and then gives the location. And he says, tell your brother we're okay. And I said, I'm at Ryan's parents house. I'll be there in a second because. They all live close to each other. The crash was pretty close to home. So I was like, let's go. So I said, I'm at Ryan's parents. I'll be there in a second. And then he says, no, don't come out here. It's a mess. We are okay. My chest hurts from the airbag. I love you. I am pretty scared, but we are okay. This guy is wasted. We really are okay. I'm just nervous. (coughs) No texts that you want to get from your dad. If your dad isn't a total fucking beta cuck you know like (laughs) no it's like like because those are like 
I don't want to hear my dad say that shit. Like, don't be vulnerable in the moment. Be vulnerable a few days later. And be like, I was actually really scared. But in the moment, you have to be like, testicles. Like, whatever. Well, I mean, like, my dad has always been, like, very strong. Testicles. Tough guy. Testicles, for sure. Yeah. Both our dads are total big-time testicles. So I was like, oh, my my dad's dying. Like... You're I'm, like, uh, that might have been his last text. <laughs> no, like, literally. I was like, oh, like, this is it. You're like, why does it cut off halfway? But he was still able to hit send. <laughs> it's like, I'm bleeding out. How'd you send that, but you didn't finish? <laughs> oh, you send. <laughs> oh, you dash Look, He died before he could get to the T, but somehow got to the blue arrow. Got, got to the hyphen? Yeah. So then I said probably the, the hyphen, sex. the like double hyphen, the like autocorrects. So then I said the world's saddest text known to man. I said, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, daddy. Is mom with you? Is she okay? So then I call and I hear the following. My mom answers the phone and she's like, honey, we're on 126, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then... She's going, John, where's my phone? Puts the phone down. And then I hear my dad going, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker, <laughs> cocksucker. I'm going to fucking kill you. You almost killed me. And then my mom going, John, John, stop. And then someone going, are you guys okay? What happened? Like, I'm just having, like, live footage to the scene. <laughs> Clary's on Instagram live. <laughs> Well, then, okay, so I was like, okay, both of them are at least alive. Oh, sorry. And then my mom goes, they're making me get in the ambulance. And I was like, okay, I'm hanging up on you. Like, I can't do this right now. So the way that we were, like, driving to the crash, you can see through, like, the residential area, Mm. the street that the crash was on. And I can see the traffic was backed up. And it's already dark at this point. And I can see, like, backed up traffic. You never think you're going to be... The center of that attention. Oh, but nothing prepares you, baby. Let me tell you. I mean, this podcast is a somewhat similar emotional experience. It has experience. a lot of similarities <laughs> to a car crash. To being at the center of a car crash and everyone has, is there with the headlights. Yep. And a light rain is yes. falling. Yeah. And Christmas music is lightly pouring out of like a 2006 Toyota Corolla. But it sounds dissonant and off. Too much treble, treble. Too much bass, bass. Bass. Stop it. <laughs> so. Sorry. Also worth noting, I have had, like, my biggest, like, irrational fear that's, like, specific, that isn't just, like, yeah, I it, I guess I'm afraid of drowning, um, has been specifically my parents dying in a car accident. So, like, mm-hmm. that's one of my earliest memories I've had a lot of fear around that my whole life, like even into my adulthood. Do you know where it or or do you know where originated? Yes, no. Jesus. I probably like read about it, or it was in a movie, and it just like stuck, like a you know an orphan mm-hmm. story where it's like her parents died in a car crash. Lemony Snicket. It just feels so violent without you. being like a gun or knife, like homicidal violent it just feels it feels so gruesome that i think it always like really upset me you know what i mean it is very gruesome it's like kind of something that's accepted as like 
a normal part of society. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like it really shouldn't be. I feel like car crashes should actually be like very rare. I agree. I feel like that's the sign of like a not fully functioning society. Okay, anyway, so we get onto the the road where the crash is and traffic's like immediately starting to back up Crazy. and I can't see where the, I can't see the car, I can't see anything and so I'm just like, okay, fuck, like cuz Ryan's driving. So I was just like, stop the car, I'm getting out. So I get out <laughs> and I take off running. At lightning's, well, okay, what felt like lightning, lightning speed. Because Ryan later told me I looked like I was running in a dream, which is the <laughs> rudest thing anyone's literally ever said to me. I'm wearing Uggs and a sweatshirt. <laughs> a light rain is falling. It's dark. She's really in Thurston. This is how I always right. imagine Thurston. Uggs, a sweatshirt, light rain, nighttime, mm-hmm. backed yeah. up traffic, people All screaming. All the lights are like pointing my, they're like, Guiding me home, essentially, mm-hmm. as I'm your North Star. <laughs> if I had to guess how far I ran, I would say, like, maybe, maybe an eighth of a mile. Like, I did not run far. I ran like half a lap around a track. But I haven't ran in a while, and I immediately thought to myself, as soon as I took off at a sprint, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's going to be really embarrassing." Sprint is in quotes. When I can't maintain this pace. And I'm going to have to start walking and all the cars are going to be like, what a fucking loser. So I was like really hyper aware of my I guess she doesn't want it bad enough. People are like shouting out of their windows like they're fucking like track coaches. Do you want enough? Do you want enough? Can you imagine? Oh my God. You hear like a whistle. Like German Shepherds barking. You're like, what is happening in this hypothetical? But also, it's a long stretch of road, too. And I was like, oh, my God, am I going to, like, have to run two miles before I get to them? Like, Horrifying. So, anyway, I arrive at the scene. And I, like, (laughs) immediately was like, okay, thank God. I didn't have to run much farther. And it's, like, pretty bad. Their car is completely totaled. The whole front, what's it called, front bumper? The Fender. nose of the car is totally smashed in, mm. and there's a truck in the okay the ditch is a generous word because it's not a ditch. It's just the road ends and drops off, and there's some like blackberry bushes. It's not like a cute little ditch. It's like off the side of the road. <laughs> so I'm running up, and there's firefighters all going, "Ma'am, ma'am," and I'm going, "It's my parents." What if they weren't your parents and you were just some psychopath who, like, had a weird fantasy about, like, being the daughter of car crash victims? I'm going to do that. I'm going to heal my inner child by going to scenes of You're crashes. like, I'm Claret from Thurston High School and I'm doing a dramatic monologue. That's the kind of crisis actress I want to be. That's something like Munchausen's <laughs> nonsense. Like, that's some crazy behavior. Okay, but I get to the car and my dad is like leaned in, like getting stuff out of the car. And I like, well, like, that's my dad. And then I'm like, dad, what? Like, oh my God. He turns around with eyes wide as though he has just done the biggest line of Coke and goes, <laughs> hey, baby, what are you doing here? And I was like, just thought I'd pop by. Like, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, what? I was like, I was going for a run in my Uggs. Yeah. I stumbled <laughs> upon this crash. 
whatever. Long story short, we have to go to the hospital to get them all no. checked out. Um, on the drive there, oh my god, my dad was saying the most unhinged shit. I mean, like, it, I get it. Like, it was the adrenaline, but my dad is, like, kind of a character and loves to say rogue out-of-pocket shit. Love but that. he kept being like, I would have killed that motherfucker if he wasn't down in that fucking ditch. Like, what, you didn't want ditch? it that much? You didn't want it enough to get down and dirty? <laughs> to get some the thorns? Was, <laughs> the ditch really saved some lives because, I, I mean, he Blackberry kept talking saves. about the ditch. Amen. <laughs> It was you're like it was like a motif in his like. I know, like, what does the ditch represent? <laughs> so, Dad, I feel like we're not talking about the ditch right now. He also made me show a picture of the car crash to the lady taking his blood pressure. He did the dad like, you show her a picture, and I was like, um, she looks busy. And then later he said something again and was like, do you show her the picture? And I was like, oh my god! I'm like, does she want to see my nudes too? So you just showed her both. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, do you want to see whole? Uh, You're like, here are the nudes I took at the car crash. <laughs> I was fully naked. Show her the I picture. Show her the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why traffic was backed up not to crash. There was no crash. Claray just like. It was just me running. Claray was just on ketamine, out. naked and uh-huh. ugg, sprinting down Thurston Road. A car just swerved. K-holing. Missed her. <laughs> Hit my parents instead. Went into a ditch, and then she started hallucinating this entire, like, separate round of events. I mean, I guess I probably can talk about it, because it was on the news, but... It was? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Do you think, because like, that's going to help the pod? Probably. K-E-Z-I. Okay, my, the picture I took of the crash, because there is one photo in existence I took as I was walking away back to my car... Mm-hmm walking my dad back to my car where I practically had to hold him back before he attacked the man that hit him. Mm-hmm. The man was drunk, but... Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that... Or was that the cause of the crash? Or, like, I don't want to, like, necessarily... He and my dad are longtime rivals. <laughs> it was jousting, but with cars. <laughs> On God. The guy was standing there, and this is even more shocking once I learned what his BAC was... We're walking back to the car, and my dad just, like... You said B-A-C, and I thought you meant big-ass car. Big-ass cock. Um, oh, okay. But my dad, like, lunged at this guy, and like, verbally, and was just kind of like, fuck you, motherfucker, you almost fucking killed me. Like, I couldn't even understand what he was saying, and some of it was in Spanish. And I was like, since when do you speak Spanish? Anyway, the man who ran into them is a Springfield police officer <gasps> who was almost three times over the legal limit with a blood alcohol content of 0. .22. That's fucking insane. But truly shocking that he, I mean, clearly, I mean, he like swerved into their lane and hit them head on. He was very drunk and blew mm-hmm. a point two two. When he was just standing there. I was like, Dad, you're having an episode. Why are you yelling at the nice man standing here? He didn't seem... When I think of someone three times over the legal limit, I would be... Like, my stomach would be pumped. I would be, like, dying of alcohol poisoning in the hospital. I wouldn't... I wouldn't have made it into a car (laughs) so much as put the keys in the ignition, so much as gotten it onto a main road. Like, I don't... No, I think he, like, materialized there. 
Yeah, no, for sure. That's like, insane. How was he not? How was he not in the ditch already? Also, how was he that fucked up by five thirty p.m.? Well, the fact that that was his BAC, and what you're saying about his demeanor makes me think that he must be, be like a serious alcoholic with like a very high tolerance. More after the break. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Welcome back from the break, guys. Oh. Um, so Claire, oh, yeah, that was crazy. How do you yeah, like up, the, how do you like the gift I got you? Nick, I love the gift you got me. I've been wearing it all the time. Oh my god, talk! I about was wearing it, it at the scene it. of the crash. No way! I free, was like, guys, free this publicity. is my podcast. Uh, <laughs> all the hot EMTs were like, "What's Brain Cell University? Why does your your beautiful maroon gildan sweatshirt say that?" And I said. It's a fun new comedy and culture podcast hosted by two brain dead idiots. I'm one of them. That's my parents. <laughs> and this sweatshirt is 50% polyester and 50% spun cotton. It's pre-washed and pre-shrunk. Um, so it really is everything you could want. And then the EMT was like, where do I go to get one? And then I popped out of my car. Yeah. I was in the ditch. <laughs> I am the Nick ditch. crawled out of the <laughs> ditch. <laughs> I'm like Nick fucking... was also naked but wearing a pair of um ultra mini micro Uggs, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> Fur lined. Nick was in a mermaid outfit, but the mermaid skin <laughs> was like a wolf's fur. It was a strange <laughs> creature. Nick had skinned a wolf and was wearing its <laughs> bloody carcass like a cloak. I I f- was fully dressed as the fucking Capitol rioter. But he was also wearing a brain cell girl's beanie. And the EMT said, wow, crazy outfit, you freak. Where did you get that? And you said, I was going to answer your question and tell you. And I was like, sir, this is the entire reason I exited this car. Totally not because I want a better view of the crash and take some covert photos because I have a weird morbid fascination with this. Totally not that. You were asking about the sweatshirt, sir. Um, Braincellgirls.com slash the normal slash. I don't know which one's backslash, which one's front slash. People always clarify and then I get confused. I'm like, well, they clarified. So does that mean not the usual one? Does it mean the weird one above enter? Like, it's a little scary. It's like, okay, we're talking about the one under the question mark, right? Like, that's what backslash is. Because honestly, that looks like uh-huh. front slashed. <laughs> oh wow, you're so right. That definitely has front slash energy. Yeah, no, it's but like where the it's fuck is the other one. Why can't I find above it? above the return key, below oh. delete? Yeah, I'm scary. Oh yeah, I don't know the difference. Horrifying. But what's after the the slash? M E R C H. That's braincellgirls.com. Normal slash <laughs> merch. M E R C H. Patrons get 20% off their orders. Forever. Yeah. How was your Christmas Eve, Nick? So, my Christmas Eve, my aunt and uncle were in town and we had dinner at my grandma's retirement home community. Mm-hmm. It's not like assisted living, it's just like, 
an apartment full of old people. <laughs> if you're a Eugene local, you know it and love it. Yeah, you know and love it. We're not telling you where it is. It's, it's iconic. Yeah, don't dox my grandma. Because uh, <laughs> after this story, you're going to want Yeah, because I understand why you might be wanting to cancel my grandma. The cancellation of Vava. over for you bitch oh my god yeah so (laughs) my mom was like oh well i got us a reservation in the private dining room sounds fancy doesn't it and she so she said that and i was like okay cool like whatever like i don't want to do this regardless of where it is but okay (laughs) you're like i'll only dine if it's in the ballroom yeah i'm like i i just don't understand why holiday food has to be what it is i've never had like even my thanksgiving food isn't very traditional it's all very like healthy and like there's no oil in it and whatnot (laughs) so this isn't something i experienced Mm -hmm. when i was little we never had christmas dinner we had dinner Mm. on christmas but it wasn't like (laughs) weird soggy ham and ham juice and like stale bread or whatever the fuck you guys eat you people. Normies. Anyways, um, sorry. Do you have Tourette's? Have you seen the Tourette's girl? I, I know I've sent her to you. We talked about this the other day. The one who does the wind it up, ride the horse. I love her. Sorry. sorry. Your Christmas Eve. So you went. So my mom was like, we got the private dining room. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm still not looking forward to eating this food. Because we oh, had two yeah. options. Like tri-tip. Tri-tip steak, a baked potato, broccoli, or a crab cake with, like, wild rice and asparagus. And I chose the latter. I got the crab cakes, which was a mistake, and I barely ate it. And so I'm thinking that we're going to be in a private dining room for this lovely little dinner. Mm-hmm. Not the case, my friend. Um, what was the case? Uh, we are directed to the second floor... You never want to go to the second floor. Where there is a ballroom. Was it super nice and special? No, it just felt like death and decay and... Yeah, that place kind of does. The twice I've been inside, I Nostalgia of like a time I wasn't even around for. Okay, Taylor Swift, pop off. I guess. Does that make sense? So it turns out we're not in a private dining room. We're in like the communal <laughs> side kitchen <laughs> off the hallway. Um, so we're just at like a ta- a table that has been like extended with like the leaf, and it's been made up. But we're in a we're in a communal kitchen with like a big ass stove and oven with like fluorescent lighting, like tubes. Above us. That's so bad. And it was just, I mean, I was like, what is this? I was like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, why was there literally no other option? I would rather just eat it in my grandma's room. All cuddle up in her bed together. Yeah, literally. When walk in the chocolate her, her, her bed takes up the entire room. Um, <laughs> She sleeps on a dog bed on the floor. But... It's custom made. It was off to kind of a weird start. Not a bad start necessarily, but a weird start. 
I feel like my family does like kind of the stereotypical and when I say my family I mean like literally all my relatives mm-hmm. <laughs> on both sides of the family whatever just like everyone I've ever Everybody met that's involved. related to me at any type of family gathering people like to people like to fall into like a stereotype of a family gathering of an extended family gathering mm-hmm. like there are just like kind of innate traditions that are learned but don't actually have any value really and people just kind of act that way because they think it's how it's supposed to be done which i've always found strange and that's why i like relationships between like cousins who like grew up together because i feel like it's like hey it should be more like this maybe you know yeah idk but also just like the stereotype of like make joke about racy political thing that's a hot topic at the moment Uh or like make a crack about vaccines or whatever i don't know okay i don't fully enjoy it how was your christmas i got i love christmas fuck yeah so true the first half of the day of christmas is always like a like a top a top 10 day of the year it's so good and then the second half like kind of the opposite (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then things get weird because the level of joy just can't sustain itself and it crashes it crashes like a bad sugar high like a what like a bad sugar high wow that was really poetic thank you thank you braincellgirls.com slash merch (laughs) for more of my poetry (laughs) What are you on right now? Like, what did you take? A sativa stizzy pod. I can be more lively if you want, but I do enjoy kind of being like low key. So I had asked for this camera, the Black Magic mm-hmm. Pocket Cinema <laughs> uh, camera. Is that really um, what it's called? Yes, I think I think that is the full title. Black Magic is the name of the brand. So, like, Canon, Nikon. It's called Black Magic. Oh, okay. Pocket, because it's considerably small while still being, like, a full uh, film camera and being able to shoot, like, film quality. Pocket, because just like a pocket pussy, you can shove your dick yeah. in Because <laughs> there is a penis hole. But it, you can shoot, like, film quality stuff on it. So Nick and I are really excited to announce coming <laughs> summer 2022 Brain Cell Girls live on tour, the documentary <laughs> miniseries about the highs, lows, turbulence. And heroes. Romantic love affairs, <laughs> and most importantly, heroes that come <sighs> with live podcasting. Nick doesn't even know this yet. Surprise. And it's also going to be in 3D. <laughs> 3D and IMAX only. You'll have to get your glasses um, at participating subways when you order a six inch or larger. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did that. They did that for that show. That show, uh, Chuck. They had like a 3D episode and it was like, go get your glasses at Subway. And I was like, no. I was like, who is your audience? <laughs> People would be like, gotta go to Subway to get my Chuck 3D glasses for this week's episode. 
So yeah, go to your local butcher and you and kill will receive your 3D glasses <laughs> for our live show. There will also be a gun under your car. <laughs> Retrieve it and the envelope for, for more instructions. The paper, the paper just says patreon.com slash brain cell girls. And they're like, you have lost a listener for life. <laughs> guys, aren't you excited for that? Only open to those who are COVID positive mm-hmm. and will be open carrying. And are comfortable with no condoms. Um, <laughs> prep will be handed out at the door like breath mints. Prep ammo. We'll and... have the residents of my grandma's retirement community um, as security at the door. Uh, <laughs> they will be wielding two guns in each hand. One for us and one for them. <laughs> anyway, on Sunday, the day after Christmas. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. It was a snowy one. Oh, what? Um, I worked all day. Had a mental breakdown. You did? That morning, yeah. Oh. I was like hysterically sobbing in the car because oh. I didn't want to go to work. Bestie. Oh, mm-hmm. sobby. Um, I worked all day being in a piss poor mood. And then Nick was like, I'm leaving Portland right now. At like at like 8 p.m.? No, Nick. Yes. I want you to start where our stories separate and end where our stories meet. And tell me about your Sunday. Because from there, we can talk in unison about our Monday. And I think the rest of the episode, we're going to incorporate a lot more just unison speech. So? Sar. <laughs> Sar. So, so. <laughs> Spare change. Spare change. Spare change. Spare change. Apparently, she like chewed out one of my coworkers. <laughs> Apparently, she was like, she was like, spare change. Spare change, and he was like, "Oh, sorry," and she was like, "What the fuck, motherfucker!" And she whipped out her brain cell girls TM AR fifteen, and was like, "Bella caca." That's the sound our gun makes. We built it ourselves. We designed it from scratch. Like every gun is every gun is. Every gun is handmade with an artisanal, unique structure to it that can't be replicated. Only 200 made. That's a like $80 Patreon tier. It's like Nick and Clary will design you a gun. Braincellgirls.patreon.com slash girls. So, um, Christmas Day. Oh, were you doing Christmas Day still? Bestie, just let me, let me, let me get my flow. So on Christmas Day, my dad's girlfriend was flying in from out of state, like in the evening. So, sorry. 
she was flying into Portland where her daughter lives. And that's also where my sister is. So I uh, had told my dad that I would drive up for dinner with everyone kind of rude that i wasn't invited but whatever like Loki. i was like i was like could i bring claret Ahaha. i bet they would have been so nice to me they would have loved me can i go to your special daddy christmas dinner next year <laughs> can you bring me so i told my dad that i would go up on the 26th aka boxing day for dinner with them and then as clary knows we wake up on boxing day to a flurry from the heavens of of snow so then i do end up driving up to portland the drive up is totally fine get there have dinner hang out for like two and a half hours and then i'm like all right well time to drive back and it started to snow a little bit in portland and i was like ah ha ha so then i start going south on i-5 i stopped charge for 30 minutes at this point it's like 8 30 Nick, don't lie. You stopped to buy rip curl tanks and coach bags. I know. I didn't buy them. I broke in. They were shut down at 8.20 p.m. on Boxing Day. How fucking dare they? Truly. In those conditions? Back in my day, they would stay open late on Boxing Day. I start driving and am pretty quickly confronted with the reality of, oh, yeah, I shouldn't be driving right now. Because it was snowing so hard, like, I couldn't see that far in front of my car, Mm -hmm. and the road was, like, pretty much white. This one little, I don't even know, like, Mazda car passed me, and was just, like, clearly going too fast. So he passed me, and then, like, five minutes later, I see, like, I see him up ahead. Because I can still see his brake lights. And he just like fully loses complete control of the car. Swerving, spiraling, spinning, spitting it down. Throwing it down Throw- the track. It's throwing it down. It's shitting on it. It's eating it's it again. It's throwing beats. it up. It's <laughs> so true. It's, it's two girls, one cupping. It's groove slam. Work that back. Space cowboy. Bump that track. This person actually almost goes into the ditch, um, <laughs> but they get they get control at the last minute, and the car like gains traction, and then they start going straight again. And then I was like, "Oh shit!" So then I slow down, approaching that section, obviously. So then Nick calls me. I do. I go. I go. Call Claret. <sighs> Calling and then Claret. It goes, Mope. Yeah, literally. Nick calls me, and once again, I'm. I'm confronted with the question, can I sleep on your couch tonight? And you know what? This time, I looked at this request, I heard it, I digested it, and I said, for sure, no doubt, my home is always open (laughs) and the wounds of the past were healed. (laughs) And Nick said, the cold I felt... On February 11th, I feel no more. I have defrosted. I am warm once again. As this frozen ice falls from the sky, it represents the closing of a chapter. And my trauma 
and the mending of my heart. But yeah, no, I was like, hey, I don't like I don't think I can get to my mom's house. I'm just gonna sleep on your couch. And then Clary's like, of course. And I was like, oh my God, I love our healthy relationship. I had the thought too. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, um. Oh, okay. Well, then we watched my new favorite movie, The Scary of 61st by Dodge Did we watch Nicholas it on the 26th? Th- we watched it on Christmas. You came over on Christmas too? I did. Christmas Day. When? In the evening. Like oh, eight. God. I'm being very forgetful. Yeah, no. I can't. That's, when I, that's when we watched the movie. What did we do when you came over on the 26th? We talked. Oh yeah, we just we we literally <laughs> we just, just we talked. Just, we just said some words. Yeah. We said a bunch of words. Some he- healing words. Oh right, because we were yeah. thinking about recording this, and then we didn't. Which I'm glad we didn't. This needed to happen at a distance. <laughs> we needed to be far away from each other for this one. Or else the conception would happen too soon. Not under the full moon. Next day, I took a snow day. And we played in the snow like gay little besties. Went to Dutch Bros twice. Ate cinnamon rolls. It was a. It felt like a sleepover. Because it literally was. Those cinnamon rolls were so good. We popped on our favorite couple's Christmas movie. Eyes, Eyes wide, wide shut. shut. Truly one of my favorite films. Watching it on Clarice TV the way it was intended to be seen. And then we... Had some Delta 8 and frolicked in the snow. and Ugh, and then, okay, well, all the flights were getting canceled that day. I, was yours the only flight that left that day? My flight was like one of five flights out of a scheduled Ugh. 40 to 50 flights that went off. I have that sadness in my stomach that yeah, like yeah, when you yeah. didn't want a sleepover to end and it had to and you have to go home and everything <sighs> feels like icky. I was so excited to hang out again. No, I was so sad when I realized. All day I thought. No, we literally. Have literally. To stay another day. I didn't. I was like, this plane is never coming. Because, yeah. like, the flight was delayed. The plane wasn't even there. And I was like, this, it's not coming. Because by the time it comes, if it does, it's going to be dark and it's going to be just getting colder and it's not mm-hmm. going to be, like, safe. But nope, they found a way. When God closes a door, he opens a window, you know. Allegiant, United, like a ton of other airlines canceled their flights. It was very annoying. That's fucked. Because also, I didn't like see you again. No, I know. We like said our our goodbyes weren't official. The plane was like taking off and I was like, I I forgot something. You're like, I forgot something. My best friend. No, like, like, Lukey. Ew. I was like, turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Turn the plane around. I I need to get off. Oh, my God. (laughs) That sucks. I'm like, hand me the parachute. And they're like, you will be shot. (laughs) I immediately jump off. Arm TSA. No, not TSA. What are they called? Flight attendants. You mean stewardesses? What the fuck is the difference? The difference is that flight attendants have like made it like a civil rights issue, and they're like, please call us stewardesses, not flight attendants. 
like it's a slur and i'm like uh, not okay. to sound like a red scare girly <laughs> but like how is flight attendant demeaning in any way what do you mean you're attending the flight what the like you're the attendant you're like you're the person making <laughs> sure the the show is on the road what do you want to be called the the plane helpers the silly rabbits like what do you want that's Correct. so annoying how is stewardess any better drew said something oh what did my husband say drew <laughs> drew said something <laughs> that i was like simultaneously flattered and also offended by let's hear it he said i would be an exceptional flight attendant oh yeah that's that is hurtful but also <laughs> This is like earlier in the year when I was like, a big thing I learned is that just because something hurts you doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> I think you'd also make a pretty like zany, um, like gigolo, <laughs> like dental hygienist. <laughs> like I get to see you with your hands yeah. in someone's mouth, being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go do gay shit tonight," <laughs> and then be like, "Wow, oh, so high." That was my impersonation of someone with hands in their mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, there is a lot of blood here. Oh, my God. What blood oh, type well, are you? Like my hole last yeah. night. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've always been wild, crazy shit. <laughs> do you ever do Molly, kid? <laughs> I, I'm i just like, here, I'll pop a little in. <laughs> like His mouth is like clamped <laughs> open. <laughs> Just like force feed cocaine to a six year old. <laughs> He's such a oh fun hygienist. Um, no, I would never. I would literally never. Is it time for High Low Hero? <sighs> Bestie. Babe. Are you ready? Not really, but this is it. This is the moment. <laughs> okay, I know there was tension about this last year. Are we going I have no high, low, hero, high, low, hero, or high, high, low, low, <laughs> hero, hero? I don't remember that. I don't have. What do you think? Why does it? Why am I so scared? Like presenting this? What? What? Um, order? Because we like hype it up. Um, it's gross. So gay. Okay, since you haven't decided, let's start with low. Oof. Sad, but okay. Oh my god, you wrote it down. I unfortunately did. I was, okay, I wrote this down when I got sick. I was, like, really bored and just feeling fucking, like, gay and in my feelings. And I was like, let me write about my high-low and hero of the year. It's just, it was so special. This year was so transformative and that kind of bullshit. All true. All true. Okay. What did I write? I feel like it'd be a total cop-out to use the breakup as our low because that was, like, a really hard thing, if not the hardest thing I went through this year. However, I'm like, you all know, like, that's so stupid. Whatever. I think I, if I remember clearly last year, something I, okay, so I know that last year, yeah, something I talked about a whole bunch was that like 2020, my life very much changed. Like my job changed. Like most, it just felt like podcaster. It just like felt very. I don't know. It was a lot of new beginnings and a lot of like ends to old stuff. So I think twenty twenty one 
was kind of like this, there was like a come down from that almost mm. where I like started to see the like the negative side to some of like the good things that had happened in 2020. <laughs> like me. Well, no, like literally like conflict with the podcast was like obviously coming to like a huge fucking head. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I was had like this great reckoning in my life where I was like dealing with all this stuff and confronting all of this stuff that I like hadn't for a really long time. And it felt like in the least I'm on drugs way possible. (laughs) It felt like my body was kind of like, okay, now you're ready to deal with this. And I feel like there was a point when I was like, I just want to stop like realizing and accepting things about myself because I can't, I like, I can't do it anymore. Like I can't keep becoming more enlightened about the human experience it's like making me crazy mm-hmm. if that make, does that make sense uh yeah totally or do i sound like i'm so on drugs because actually not at all one of the things i learned to be true about myself that once again i already knew this about me but i had to like face it dead on because it's one thing to know something but it's another to like accept it and address it and work on it I've always known that when I've had romantic breakups, I jump into hooking up with someone, like, immediately. I, like, literally fill that hole figuratively and literally. And, I mean, I've had friend breakups before, but this was, like, a special case of friend breakup. Mm -hmm. Because it was in the public eye. Shut your fucking mouth. We're on low, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, I didn't black out, and we're doing high right now, and this is gonna take some weird upswing. That this is actually the high point <laughs> because of some lesson learned. I was like, no, really ready. Okay. No, no, no. Cool. So we're in I'm the, not that. We're in the depths of the dark. Cool. No, this is just this is what was shitty. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is how you were. This, <laughs> this is gonna sound insanely gay, but no. the friend breakup like was. <laughs> The closest friend breakup I've had that, like, it resembled a romantic breakup the most closely. Terrifying. We're, we're disgusting. <laughs> That's really gay. I know. <laughs> Our lesbian so, life. So, my, my, like, immediate, well, my, like, gut, re- like, reaction is, like, find, f- like, fill the void. But people don't casually podcast. I couldn't have, like, a one-night stand podcast. <laughs> I couldn't just get on Tinder and be like, who wants to start a business venture? Oh, my God. I mean, I could, but I'd probably be dead. So I had to, like, really sit with just, like, who I am as a person and the way I cope with things. And it was incredibly lonely. So I think that was a really hard thing to Garthrar. Hardly. The loneliness specifically in like realizing things about yourself that you kind of like can't share with anyone else and you kind of have to just like sit with it and think about it and realize it and whatever was was rough you're up what was your low (coughs) i changed my mind that what i just heard that was my low i'm just like well what if something horrible happens in the next three days what if my low hasn't arrived? 
Okay, I would say my low was uh, this like three week period at the end of June, beginning of July. That was a rough time. Yeah. Okay, well, it's just hard to talk about in like any detail because of the causes of it involve <laughs> a listener. No, they just involve other people. And it's, like, not situations I can talk about, really. You can be vague for the sake of the podcast. I guess, but I, I don't even know how I would be vague about it. I th- we talked about... Yeah, we talked about my experience in uh, with a person, <laughs> I think, uh, in Las Vegas. Yeah. We, dis- we mentioned that. So that mm-hmm. had a r- resurgence... <laughs> <laughs> this year and then some some other stuff but i was just in a very very bad mental place so i guess that was okay so that was definitely my low your mental decline i was literally um i was like casually google i mean not casually but i was googling like uh what's it fucking called like inpatient psychiatric loony bins <laughs> <laughs> I was looking to get asylumed. Um, I was looking. No, I to know. Get I remember you were texting tuned. me that, yeah. um, and I was like, "Ah ha ha! Yeah. You're so sexy. Don't check into inpatient." <laughs> you're like, but also do if that's what's required. <laughs> <laughs> but it might make you sexier if you do. <laughs> sexy if you do. Sexy if you don't. You know. Um, <laughs> so that was definitely the low. <laughs> When you Googled loony bins near me. Yeah, and I just got cartoons. Um, no, that, that was definitely my low was that period of time. The reason that's my low and not the breakup uh, is <laughs> the reason we don't have a mutual low is because d- at least during that period of time, I was like, for the most part, like thinking clearly. And, like, felt like myself. But this period of time, I was not thinking clearly and did not feel like myself. And was just having, like, very obsessive, repetitive thought patterns that didn't feel so good. And yeah. <laughs> that hood. Yeah, so that's just unpleasant on, like, a different level mm-hmm. of internal reality, etc. But yeah, that would uh, that would be my low. Not too, not too spicy. Uh, I got a new SSRI out of it, and then that really helped. So yeah. Um. So. So my high. Oh no. My hi- my high following. my high is listening to you say whatever you're about to say. That's yeah, I'm high. sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> My high is the following four bullet points I made. Jesus, what was I on on October 26th at 8.58 p.m.? Oh my god, that's Um, a long time ago. I know. Okay, the bullet points are as follows. Post-breakup podcasting. Stuck to our word. Uh, Oh, oh, that's... Oh my god, I have like bile. (laughs) It gets gets worse, it gets worse. No, it can't. Real change. And healthy communication. LOL. I miss the old us. I, I miss the old us. I miss Can I miss the tension. I miss I miss when there was tension. <laughs> this isn't interesting. 
There's no spark. <laughs> no one wants to listen to two idiots being Oh, love. God. No one wants happy. <laughs> they come here for pain. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, what's your high? I think my bullet points speak for themselves. <laughs> no one needs me to elaborate on why we stuck to our word was the best part of my year. Okay, my high, I'm not, I'm not, mm. well, okay. So my high, I'm going to like kind of cheat, but they're just so, they're such different things that I feel like it's fine. Are you doing two highs? I feel like it's fine to cheat a little. I guess. I th- I'm predicting them, and I think I, I think I know what they are. Well, tell me. No. No, you have to tell me so I know if you're right. I'll let right. you know. I'll let you know once you say them, because what if you're like, that was the worst day of my life? <laughs> okay, then that would be hysterical. You just described a really funny like <laughs> <laughs> sequence of events that I hope happens. <laughs> Can we please write a movie together, but I just speak and you're the scribe? <laughs> Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. One is your camping trip when you took special jelly beans that did special things. Mm -hmm. And then your other is like when we were at that bar together laughing and calling each other gunt. (laughs) (laughs) Gunt. So my first high is experiencing Lake Tahoe and like finally visiting it uh-huh because i i like i loved it i thought it was like the coolest place ever that is definitely one high is just like lake tahoe the place <laughs> and the, the bottom of the lake and me meeting yeah my where my throat is and then my second high would be i feel like not to sound like kylie jenner um uh-huh. i <laughs> see you're realizing things but this past year has definitely been the most, like, I've, like, noticed the sharpest... Objects? <laughs> I've noticed the sharpest changes in terms of, like, my maturity level and my, mm-hmm. contrary to the <laughs> weekly <laughs> podcast this year, um, but uh, <laughs> I feel like my... Yeah, despite literally what you're listening to right now. No, I do feel like I have... I, I feel most like an adult um, mm-hmm. than I ever have in my life. And that's not... And, be, and f- <laughs> feeling like an adult isn't something that was like totally linear for me. Because the past few years, I very much I did not feel like an adult. Like, How can a person know everything at 18 <laughs> but nothing at 22? My final two years of college i felt more like an adult than the two years after college that's a really interesting outlook yeah so i just feel mature and like i feel i i like myself for the most part which is good um so i feel like that's a good (laughs) basis to grow confidence i feel like it's easy to say that like every year was like you hear a huge year of growth and change and whatever and, like, if you're doing it right, every year, especially if you're, like, early 20s, should be about growth and change. But it feels like this last one was, like, really transformative. And I don't know. I mean, I guess you're a year older than me. I was going to say, I don't know if it's about being 24 specifically. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
this is the most different I felt at the end of the year from the beginning of the year. And I think that's... Yes. I feel very distant from that version of myself, but Mm -hmm. in a good way, in a way that I like, honestly. Starting the year, I thought I was like hot, hot shit. And then I had to like... the year broke you. (laughs) No, like literally, (laughs) the year broke me and then I was like, oh, I'm not hot shit. And now I'm like... No, I know that I'm hot shit. Does that make sense? Oh my god. Oh my Welcome god. to the <laughs> Welcome to the Redscare <laughs> recap portion of this Patreon extended episode. Let's just say some things that they said. Okay, but actually speaking of which, uh-huh. who is your hero? I give the hero award. First of all, three of my coworkers whose names I'm not going to say on this podcast because I don't think you want to be associated with it. No, no free clout. I think I didn't realize this year, like how important it is to have coworkers that you like. Cause I hadn't had coworkers. I liked in a very, very long time when I started working at Buffalo and I realized they were all like very much there for me mm-hmm. when you and I broke up and love them. I actually texted them beforehand. I was like, take care of her up. <laughs> ship in the night. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like when you spend eight hours a day, I mean, like I spend more time with my coworkers than I do with my family. And yeah. I think it's really important. And three of them specifically were like, I would also like to give a award, a hero award to Ryan. Like, Oh Yeah. Once again, showed showed me very much this year, like, how a partner should be. Like, what it means to be a partner. And just, like, mm-hmm. continues to be a really incredible person to hashtag do life with. Which is, like, yeah. so cringy. I hate people saying, like, doing life with. <laughs> this one. But, like, the people I was seeing the most. So, Ryan and my coworkers, like, yeah. really supported me and couldn't have done it without y'all as my mom said ryan is a ray of sunshine like literally honorable mention to my real number one my number one and two heroes of the year (laughs) anna and dasha of the red (laughs) scare podcast nick you're up thought you were gonna say delta eight okay so i guess my first hero for 2021 (laughs) One more time. My hero for 2021, the first mm-hmm. one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yep. Yep. Who was it? The first one is my psychiatrist, <laughs> who I'm not going to name. Um, uh huh. Because he's somewhat well known. Um, <laughs> Celebrity psychiatrist. He's somewhat infamous in the world of psychiatry. It's Dr. Phil. (laughs) Oh, God. God. Him for prescribing me fluvoxamine. (laughs) Is fluvoxamine your real hero? Which, like, changed the game in, like, under seven days. It was awesome. I want fluvoxamine. Sounds fun. Highly recommend. Completely stopped obsessive thoughts. Like I have those. Yeah, 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 you do. And (laughs) if you or a loved one is interested in fluvoxamine, if you've ever had 
like obsessive thoughts like oh, for a period of time and just like it's like constant imagining not having it is like you can't and then you and then you I, I and can't. then you get it and it's like and it's like oh i can just like i don't need to keep having a thought i can just have it like have a beginning middle and end that's so crazy. Can yeah. I actually take back everything I said? My low is my obsessive thoughts, because honestly, they do be ruining my life. For sure. But I mean, I guess that fit into my low being like the great reckoning. <laughs> the reckoning was like accepting that I have like horrible obsessive thoughts. And then my second hero, it's a two-way tie. between. <laughs> <laughs> Between Ranger Lindsay (laughs) (laughs) Between who, Nick? Ranger Lindsay and who? Well, it's a three-way tie between Ranger Lindsay (laughs) Real Lindsay No (laughs) Lindsay Rev and Trent the Bear So let me break it down Lindsay the Ranger was my hero for obvious reasons like that like the wildflower wildfire presentation (laughs) at the sequoia national forest amphitheater was (laughs) i was so happy sitting there watching that presentation and having the jelly beans and just observing everything the way I did and I'm so happy I wrote it down (laughs) I mean I just that was a hoot and a holler Um, Mm -hmm. and that whole trip was very fun Lindsay Rem on a professional level for coming on the show because it very much helped us and yeah we got a bunch uh, a lot of much yeah a lot of you came from Lindsay, and then a lot of them became like very big fans like patrons and yeah merch buyers um hey girl it's crazy (laughs) yes i'm talking about you and uh it's crazy it's crazy but yeah so that was that was just really awesome um and cool that you guys have become friends over the year as well i know yeah that's that lovely really cool. and then my third hero trent is my hero because you and i talking about that might be the hardest i've laughed this year where you were like <laughs> you said go away bear you're all i want <laughs> like that like that was such a good day i'm excited that, like, for summer again I'm excited for like summertime laughing. Do you know what I mean? It's a very, yeah, it feels like endless. Winter laughing feels like we're laughing to stay warm. There's something about summer that has like just a endless feel to it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So what are you looking forward to in 2022 personally and for the pod? (laughs) The podcast. Honestly, this is going to sound a little depressing. But I'm just kind of looking forward to, like, doing the same thing. I'm really trying to be, like, a little bit gentler with myself Love sometimes. That. Love that. I think I really want to, like, once again, not to sound like I'm so on Delta 8, focus a lot more about, like, living in the moment and, like, doing things that feel good. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to like setting really big goals for myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm like happy with most of the things in my life. It's just like the mental illness and like the weight of existence that like <laughs> makes things hard mm-hmm. to be quite honest because like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like want to keep doing that. Like I want to keep mm-hmm. putting love and attention into the podcast and my relationship and figuring uh, out what I want to figuring out what I want to like do as a career aside from podcasting. Yeah. And YouTubing. Okay, honestly that's something I'm looking forward to is getting back into YouTube stuff. I I yeah, I haven't said this to you because I didn't want it to feel like weird pressure, but I'm just like, "Oh god, I really hope she keeps doing YouTube because I'm like those videos are fun." I love them. Yeah. It was really fun to do. I, it just takes so much more time than yeah. editing the podcast. Absolutely. But yeah, I do plan on making a return to that because it was fun. To the tube. I think I also felt a lot of pressure to like love it and like fall in love with it essentially Mm. because the podcast wasn't happening while I was doing it. And so I was like, this is podcast replacement essentially. And I miss it not because it was podcast replacement, but like, but because it was fun. And I think I'd enjoy it more this time around without the pressure of like, This has to be fun. And it actually will be fun. You're like, I have to be the funny one. Um, (laughs) That's what I'm looking forward to in this year is becoming the funny one on this podcast. I'm working on it. I'm looking forward to that for you too. What are you looking forward to in this nearer? This nearer, Nike? Nari-yari. Yars. (laughs) Nari-yari. Nonsense. Welcome to Narnia. <laughs> Welcome to Narnia. I would say I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to continuing YouTube. Um, I'm having fun on there, and uh, I'm having some success too, which is dab dab exciting. Um, <laughs> and yeah. it's creatively fulfilling and. And it could, it could potentially turn into like an actual thing by this time next year. It could be, it could be an actual. Which not to make this about myself, but I am a selfish person. Yes. Um, I mean, that would help the podcast. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. And. Which would then help us. Exactly. Which would then help our therapist's plates be less full. Speaking <laughs> like I have a therapist, who do I think I am? Yeah, no, and that that's exciting. But I'm also nervous about I don't know. I, I get nervous about the the additional shit that comes with success in regards to like people having their eyes and ears on you. Um yeah. so that Makes me anxious. That'll be a friend bridge to cross when the time comes. <laughs> well, not even a friend bridge, just a like. I... No, no, no. I said a fun bridge. Oh, fun! I was just like, no, yeah, yeah, no. It'll be a, a blast and a half. Because I, I don't know. Like, I'm probably said stupid shit on this podcast that I don't agree with. If you ask me about it now, I would be like, yeah, I don't even agree with that. And it was like, <laughs> I contradict myself every five seconds. No, it so. was like within the past year. 
I mean, the podcast, we're doing characters. I just, this so is then, comedy. Like, my name's not even Nick. I don't know my name. <laughs> I never gave her one. Father. Basically. The, those are my my gives and takes um and i'm excited to keep doing things with film as well so yeah so my therapist is pregnant and i'm just a little anxious about will i have to like see a different one should i just take it off should i get a tape recorder and record lines and then create a life-size doll of her and then put the tape recorder inside of her and play the pre-recorded lines of things that I think she would say. You could let me... You could finally let me achieve my dream of becoming your therapist. You could let me therapize you. I would totally do that. I would totally, like, be so lay down in the... In a chase lounge. And every week I did a different character. <laughs> like, well, howdy, Nick! You're like Kate Blanchett in that one movie where she's, like, 30 people. Including, like, yes. several men. That's what my ther- that's what my practice is called. Thirty people, including <laughs> some men. No, you should call it forty-four men. What? No, you should call it you should call <laughs> it forty-four characters and a few men. Because this is our forty-fourth episode. Jesus Christ. This is either going down as like a (laughs) a cult classic episode or like a dark period that we don't talk about or address. (laughs) Like this episode is going in one of two ways because this is like really on a different plane. This is not normal. (laughs) None of this has been normal. If Jigsaw came in here on his like faggy little (laughs) tricycle and was like, let's play. Hey. And hell, and like <laughs> held up like dental floss to my throat to like strangle me with, and then said, "Tell okay. me one thing you and Clary have talked about in the past <laughs> two hours, five minutes, and thirty seconds." I'd be like, "Sir, start sawing." <sighs> have you been practicing that? <laughs> what? That speech you just gave. I don't know. Do you not remember the speech you gave? It was there was the jigsaw. Okay, that's all we have for tonight, folks. Good night. Hello! Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Claray produce and edit and sound mix. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me, Nick, on Instagram at Nick Curl. And you can follow Claray on Instagram at The Grace Trap Queen. Music by Anabolic Beats. We would like to thank our patrons who have selected the immortal tier on our Patreon for allowing us to, you know, make the show. We really appreciate it. So thank you to Cameron, Hazel Herring, Jade Watson, John Sims, Laura Zimmerman, Megan Donovan, O.P. Queef, Piss Baby, Sasha Kosek, Teresa Graham, and Vinish542. We really, really appreciate it. Three, five. Hey, <laughs> this is uncensored, uncut, and unmedicated.
What? No. Okay. Clarice said she's going to call me back, but I have my doubts. This feels like I'm on a date and they're like, hey, gotta go take a dump. And then they never come back. And I'm pretty sure the body that they wheeled out into the ambulance wasn't them. Like, I'm pretty sure. Not a hundred, but, uh, you know, a majority, sure. <sighs> the longer she takes... Oh, here she comes. Except... Hello? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let me count down. Three, two, one.